Welcome to Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags and Chuck Curry discussing the greatest movies of all time and all the new films in theaters and streaming that you need to know about. Like us, rate us, share us. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Rags and Chuck Curry. All right, we're back. Another edition of Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags, Chuck Curry coming at you in the first week of June 2021. Uh, uh, we got to talk about a lot of movies, uh, some new movies, some m- new movie news. And I'm going to look back at the last 10 years and let you know what I think are the 10 scariest movies uh, in the last 10 years as we get a new Conjuring movie on both HBO Max and in theaters today. And then, of course, last week, I got a chance to see A Quiet Place Part 2. Um, let's bring him in right now. Chuck, uh, how you doing, my friend? I had a good week with my AMC stock this week. It was, uh, it was a little bit of that. a roller coaster, but uh, uh, it, it, it turned out okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Not to give away your financial uh, well-being or not well-being, but what, what did you pay for the stock initially? You I bought paid, it this year. You bought it this year, I when, bought it this when, year the doom, I when the doom and the gloom was at its highest, right? Yeah, I didn't, no, but I didn't I didn't get it when it was at its lowest. It was like no, around so what $2. Would, what, okay, so what did you buy it at? I bought it at $12 a share. So, so it was as low as two, huh? It was as low as two in the so middle you, of So you the, didn't dive into the lake of fear at two? No, I didn't do that. But you but you sort of like uh, did the breaststroke or the backstroke when it was yeah, I went into six feet of water, not, uh, not 12 feet. All so. right, what is it now? What is it now? It's uh, $45, $47, something like that now. Is it really? Yeah. But it spiked because of that hedge fund a couple of days ago, and it spiked. It was really high. It was up to almost $70, and and then they sold sold shares. Boy, what's going on? I mean, we're not a stock show, but I got to tell you. Listen, uh, I believe I've never the... seen stocks go straight up and not base. It's something uh, re- it's something very strange about all this. No, let's get rich quick. Hedge funds trying to find shortcuts. You, you know how this thing works. I mean, but I've never seen I... a straight up. I've never seen a straight up like this ever. Yeah. I believe in the stock, though, for I got it for other reasons. And, and no, well, think... OK, you're you seem like an, a smart guy, are you? Well, I, I I try to be. Yeah. Well, let I, me ask you a question. What do you think that means? That's fact that that hedge fund like AMC is coming back to life. Tell me what it means. I believe it's coming back to life because people are going back to the theaters. And I think that's that's why I bought the stock. I think eventually Mm -hmm. people are going to have to go. And these big movies, these summer tentpole movies need IMAX theaters that AMC AMC provides. And that's the future of the theaters. And I just think that that's coming back. Here's what I think. Let let me speak for a sec. okay? I was given some thought today. I was driving in my RAV4 on my way to my ice cream parlor and smoothie shop. Right. Right. And, and I had That's an epiphany. your investments. Yeah. And I had an epiphany and my epiphany was this. And I and I believe this. When I was doing a radio spot years ago, I used to talk about the innovation of what when Netflix was a little baby. Right. And I didn't believe in the concept. I, I said to myself, I, you know, I like going to Blockbuster. I like renting D. I like renting DVDs. You like going and to the a movies. Pe- a people really at that time, Netflix was, you know, you're they delivered the movie to your house, sure. right? So it's the same concept. You sit on a couch, you watch a movie, you never leave the house, right? right. I said, ah, no, it's not going to work. It's just an idea they're trying out. And then they started to talk about stream, the concept of streaming. And I said to myself, no, 
Like people are going to want the physical disc in their hand. They're going to want to go to the red box and the block, whatever. You thought of all this in your RAV4 on your way to work today. I did. This and I'll tell you why. A- I'll tell you why, because I, I know this for a fact now. And I, I, I was a little skeptical, but here's the deal. I have a little doubt movie theaters, certain movie theaters are going to succeed. But the movies that play in these theaters, the ones that are successful are only going to be the biggest blockbuster popcorn movies. Right. The, the story driven movie, like in the, in the beginning of of uh, of last year. When the when the way back came out, right, with Ben Affleck, a movie we like that came out in March. I was one of the last theatrical movies I've seen pre pandemic. Right. And I think it opened to like five million dollars, but ultimately yeah, but- didn't. You know, it, it's a soft opening. And then it that movie wasn't going to make money, whether it was a pandemic. But, but or not. here's the thing. A movie like that is never going to play in a movie theater, I don't think. Or it's not going to have a marketing campaign. They might dump it in the theater and then stream it. But it's going to be two things which you're seeing. And it's really it's I, it solidified itself in my mind because I know this is the way it's going to be. But it's going to be the biggest popcorn movies like Fast and the Furious yeah, 9. Yeah. Right. Jurassic World 3. Yes, right. And the, and the story driven stuff that will will court for Oscars. It's just going to play on streaming. Yeah, but you're seeing you're acting and like that's this it. Is a, you're acting like this is a problem. I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's a problem. It's I just, think it's a, I think it's a compromise that this is how it, movie theaters will survive. Yeah, I know. No, I, I get it. But it, it just feels like, you know, I say to myself and we talked about this so many times on the show, you know, in 76, a movie like Taxi Driver or Rocky. I get it. What yeah, would happen I mean, to those movies? I understand. I, but listen, the pandemic changed a lot of habits. I, I changed know a lot of people. Look, I would I'll turn it around on you, Chuck. Yeah, you, you don't you don't go to the movies. You you're very critical of people not going to the movies. You don't go to the movies. I, I, well, I own. I, I, you I know, understand I'm, you owned all these places before. You know, I, I get it, but I will go back. Uh, well, I but the question I beg the question is, what are you waiting for? Better movies. I mean, because I would have thought rhythm. Quiet Place. I guess, I guess the answer in one word, a, a rhythm. I got to get into the rhythm again. Like a lot right. of, it's a rhythm, right? It's a yeah. habit. It's just, we're creatures, a habit. We do when we get into rhythms and we get into so our you're, comfort you're zones. You're in the rhythm of, of avoiding movie theaters now, because I would have thought Quiet Place 2 would have. Listen, least- I got to be honest with you. We both are sports fans also, right? Right. And I, we talk about the Mets. We text about the Mets. Uh, the Mets. I'm a New England Patriot fan. It doesn't feel... Football's football a little maybe a little different, but baseball so far this season, it still has a weirdness to it. With co- I just I I just well all like the my teams em- are my back. Embracement the, of it all is the different. fans are back. I mean, all it, the fans are back. Are they really? Pretty much. You really? turn on a game, it's okay. pretty much. I mean, all New right. York is going to thirty three thousand fans. Their next home stand. I mean, I don't know what you need to have happen. For it to feel uh, normal for you, I don't know. It's a psychological thing, maybe. I think I don't it, want to dwell on this too much. No, but it's a it's an interesting question because it is an interesting question. Huh? Is it just you? No, I, I know it's not fell just into, Many people fell into habits where other things became more important than the movies, and I think that's my, the point I'm trying to make to you. And that's huh. the biggest danger movies and sports and any kind of entertainment is is facing is the fact that a lot of people got scared and changed their priorities, and maybe going to the movies ten bucks isn't as important as just staying at home and hanging out with the family. That's all I'm saying. I, and I think yeah. that's, it's not the disease. It's not the pandemic. It's just new priorities. No, but my life. point is certain movies will motivate people to go to theaters. And certain motivated, right. certain right. will say, you know what? Ah, no, I'm going to watch it on streaming. 
That's the and that's fine. And I think that both can survive that way. I don't. Well, I'll give you an example. I know you're probably going to talk about what did you see, right? Before you do, let me just say, like, well, my I have a 15 year old daughter, my wife. So we were like in my smoothie shop before we open, or sometimes during. We're all slow. We sit at the back table, and I'm turning on my 65 inch 4K TV, and uh, I I, I got Disney Plus, right? So uh, there's this show, The Big Shot, on on uh, on Disney with John Stamos. So um, it, it listen, has a subject. Why, don't why why are you talking about this? Well, I enjoy it. I, it's eight they, episodes. We've enjoyed it. I, I like I like John Stamos. I, it's he plays a a, a a big time college basketball coach who gets fired because he got a little violent, and he has to he can't get a job at any college or even a, a men's high school. So he has to take a job coaching all girls uh, private high school and. I like the show. I, I just a low I've concept it. show. This is a low. It is, but yeah, I, enjoy, low con- I like geez. him. He's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's always been good. But yeah, he's good. I I, and I just like so you carve out, you know, four hours for that. But, I did. Yeah, no, I did. I know. I, I did. I carved out four hours for it. It's actually forty five minutes an episode times oh, eight, geez. right? So I mean, when's he get his Emmy award? I don't know. He probably won't. But my point is. The bull's starting to roll forward. For we, should, we should just watch Disney Plus. This is a guy who's yelling yeah. at people for not going to the movies a year ago, and you're yeah. sitting at home watching John Stamos TV. Series. Not at home. At the smoothie. At the oh, ice cream well, parlor. At the ice cream well, At least you're out of the house. I am. Uh, well, I saw Quiet Place, too. I mean, tell if you me want to know it. what I thought of it, I, I, I will tell you. I, Let's I did. go. You, uh, you have the floor. <laughs> this is a movie podcast, and I did I go to the movies. IMAX It was almost a full house, too. I mean, we... In Indiana, a lot of the restrictions are down. They still expect you to wear masks in the theater, which I'm vaccinated. That's not going to happen. I enjoyed the movie without the How mask. many people wore a mask in the theater? Uh, not many because okay. there were people eating popcorn. I mean, you're, you're doing yeah, things. Yeah, I understand. Nobody's I get it. Mo- so um, it's ironic you see a movie like that in IMAX because there's not a lot of audio. But when there is, it, it's quite effective. I will say this. I enjoyed the movie front to back. It's only 90 minutes. It's not very long. And the performances are all good. Cillian Murphy pops up, essentially just taking the place. Of are they John building? Kaczynski. Are they world building here? What what I what bothered me is, is that's what I wanted. I wanted something a little bit bigger in scope, a little bit grander, a little bit peak beyond what's going on globally with these aliens. You get it a little bit. But essentially what the biggest problem with this movie is, it's it's almost the same movie, Chuck. It's is it really? Kid, it's the kids and her running away from aliens, being quiet. You just substitute silly. Now, don't get me wrong. John Krasinski, really good filmmaker. He's very good director. He, yeah. he, he pops up the first 20 minutes of the film. He's in it. It's kind of a prequel of how the aliens get here. Very effective. What Krasinski does very well, and he does it like three times in the movie, is there's two different set locations, and he edits back and forth the suspense, and both storylines are going at the same time, and it's really quite effective, and he does it quite effectively in the movie. The aliens are good. The suspense is great. The action's really good, except we've seen it before. That's the only problem. It doesn't get any grander in scope. There isn't this big, you know, uh, reveal at the end where, oh my gosh, here's what's going to happen. It's basically, it's the little, it's the deaf girl using her ear thing and trying to figure out a way to kill these aliens. And it's just another 90 minutes of it. All that being said, it's very scary. It's very well directed. And, and the actors are all great. And especially the young girl in the film. And it's weird. Cause I like to clock it. It seems like Emily blunts in it less than the first film. Um, I don't know if that's true. It just seems like it to me. And anytime Cillian's Murphy's in the movie, I'm going to enjoy it. He's very good uh, in this film. But again, all they did was pluck him in the John Krasinski role 
with minus the any love interest. And is he good at bed? He's good. No, he's a good guy. He's okay. he's, he's basically the, the father figure in the film. Interesting. Um, because he's always playing sort of uh, no, and that's why I think it's effective both, yeah. too. I think it's effective. Uh, yeah, and 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 there's an interesting storyline too about people who escape to an island and are living without aliens being able to get there. Because there is a reveal that the aliens can't swim, so that part is interesting. But they don't spend a lot of time there, and that's the one. So what area- you're saying, I'm going to see it this week. What you're saying is they didn't build on the first film. No. So you- not enough. There's some elements. Don't get but me let wrong. Me, but- let me say, let me just say this is cinema. Cinema score gave this a better rating than the first film. A minus to B plus. Yeah, I don't I don't see that. It's no? just the same movie. I mean, they're, you know, I Who'd you really, see it with yourself. Yeah, I'll talk well, about why it. Not later your daughter? I, I'm a fan of the first. My, she hasn't seen the first one yet. OK, so, um, I'm a fan of the first one. And I'll talk about it when I talk about scariest movies. Um, I just think it's a little more, you know, it's new. So I always going to think the, the first one's better because you never you haven't seen anything like that before. No, I got and it. When, when you're seeing this movie, it's like, all right, well, tell me how this is different from the first one. You know, um, it picks up right where the last one ended. And there's some, you know, like I said, there's really good scares. It's really well directed. It's just story wise. It's like, why didn't they explore a little bit more? It's a three star movie, though. Yeah, I when the movie it. when the movie ends, what's your feeling? Not not the whole quality. Like when it ends, does it? Does it tease something more? Um, a little bit. It tries to do what it, it tries to do what the first f- film did so effectively at the very end of the movie. It ends on a, a like a, a high that's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. The problem is when it was over, I, my first thought was that's it. It was short. It really? Was like, so yeah. is it as good as Big Shot on uh, Disney Plus? Uh, it's, it's Big Shot's longer. I can tell you that. Um, oh. Doesn't have as many good performances as I would imagine <laughs> John Stamos would. Um, but uh, who's his love interest in that show? Uh, he's got to have a love interest. Who is it? Well, it, well, he has a love interest, but the co-star of the film of the uh, show is um, she's from Nip Tuck and and uh, and, and Glee, and uh, I like her. Jo- oh, Josh, I know who Josh Lynn, Yeah, I know who jo- she is. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know she's who good. She is. Yeah. Well, you know, again, uh, maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. Uh, watch it when you do. I'm telling you, you like it. The one good thing is, uh, too, there's a new trailer for uh, Top Gun on it, Maverick. There, that was pretty interesting to watch. Really? Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it don't really reveal much, um, but it, it, you get to see that on the IMAX screen. Looking okay. forward to that. Um, and I, I did you see the trailer for uh, the new Marky Mark film that basically is uh, is, is Paramount Plus? No, I, I didn't. Know. I saw the trailer to Chris Pratt's movie. That tomorrow uh, war. It didn't, it didn't do tomorrow. It didn't do much for me. I got to be honest. Yeah, I like him, yeah. and that's a. I like him too, but it, that's that, an that Amazon Prime. Didn't, I didn't get excited about that. Yeah, we'll see. Infinite is the Mark Wahlberg movie directed by Antoine Fuqua, so we'll see. It what just happens. weird, you know, when you see Amazon Prime, when you see the the logo in the beginning, it just. I never thought I saw. I never thought I would see these major, these major cash cow entities. Stepping on the feet of the big yeah. studios. It just well, got, it feels weird. It still feels I know, but weird. These movies were meant for the big screen and now they had to pivot. So it's not like like that movie Tomorrow War was supposed to come out. Of, you know, that was that's been in development for a while. And the same thing with Infinite. Um, it, these guys, these studios have to pivot and do something so people get to see it, Chuck. And I don't think those movies are big enough to pull off the F9s right now. And The Quiet Place 2, talk about the box office and how it's doing in theaters and Cruella as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, first four days, Memorial Day weekend, it did $57 million. 
you could you might argue that a quiet place too is the it will be the movie to uh save the industry like kick it forward i mean yeah. you could argue godzilla converse godzilla which has done 98 million total in its run uh which is very solid post pandemic sure but a quiet place too i mean that's listen uh last year before uh covid when a quiet place two was supposed to hit theaters the tracking was a 60 million dollar opening weekend yeah so it's this is done extremely well so it's at 58 million overall they're already talking about quiet place three by the way oh, they are yeah and uh well, that's why i took that you got a world build to do that though. yeah you got to do something different it can't be again and again you know that's what happened with jurassic park they kept doing the same thing over and over again um Cruella, though, did pretty well. I mean, 34, $32.4 million domestically, and it's on Disney Plus if you want to spend yeah. the money. And and nobody's gonna, I mean, nobody knows the breakup of, uh, you know, they're not probably they're not going to disclose those numbers now. Um, but they are talking sequel and early development at Disney for that as well. A little bit of interesting there. Um, did you see Mission Impossible 7 shut down a little bit? Ironically, I saw because that. of a positive COVID. Test. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> um I also another another piece of uh, movie news to segue right into it is, you know, how about a new master and commander movie, Chuck? You see this 20th Century Fox is working towards making a follow up to the Peter Weir. I Ma- heard Russell a little Cole about that. Movie. I mean, yeah. listen, uh, th- that movie, a lot of people love that movie. That movie got 10 Oscar nominations, by the way. Yeah, I know it did. And I made 200 million. I liked it. I enjoyed seeing it when I saw it back in the day. But I don't know if it has the lasting power of it to pick up right, you know. Not I, with Russell Crowe, right? No, he can't. I mean, God, he'd yeah. like sink the boat if he got on it right now. The size he is. You got to be careful what you say in this politically correct climate, no? <laughs> well, I mean, he's a heavy man. What yeah, he know? is. Okay. Um, I'll, but they are I'll, penning I'll join you on. I'll, I'll jump on that boat with you. Um, how about I love, uh, I love him, though. How about James Mangold and this cast getting ready to start production next week for Indiana Jones 5? I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't know why I'm excited. I think because of Mangold, I'm excited to see a different spin on what he can do. Blood, I yeah. think it's good. I actually think it's good. I do. Now, it's interesting because, you know, Harrison Ford is going to be 79 years old in July. But listen, it's Harrison Ford. The man yeah. is iconic. I am just curious how they handle. They got a female lead with them, right? Right. I have a I have to have a feeling she's going to get a bulk of the action sequences. You would think so. Um, I I think he still looks the part. I'm, you know, I, I still think it'll work. Uh, it'll work. It'll work because I, I they'll make it work. Yeah. Well, they have there's to. No, there's no way they're going to give us a product like King uh, Kingdom and a Crystal Skull. It's got to well, be so much better. I don't know if you saw the news about Amazon bought the. Um, Bought a ton of movies, uh, you know, the backlogs and a ton of movies, including James Bond. Well, they bought Rocky. MGM. Yeah, they bought MGM. So James Bond. But what, and Rocky like nine billion dollars? So do you think there will become a time where Rocky will be debuting on Amazon? No, I, I listen. Amazon's been in the game for a while. They release movies in theaters. I, I don't think I, I, I do think the I think the intent. I do think the intent for the, as a whole will be to release these movies in theaters with a shorter window. Right. That's right. the gameplay. What forty-five day window, and then they'll put them on their streaming services. I can't see how that model doesn't work. I what? What's the issue? Yeah. Um. How about some more movie news? I'm just going to throw some stuff at you. Um. New Dead. Evil Evil Dead movie. Sam Raimi produced it. Fifth installment. Now going, that's going to be straight to streaming, though. That's going HBO Max only. Um. Jungle Cruise two trailer actually looks. Well, those a lot movies of fun. were awesome. Evil Dead. One, two, yeah, and three. They are good, yeah. Um, but the Jungle Cruise 2 movie, the new trailer out there, they're trying to promote that. That movie's supposed to come out over a year ago. Yeah, I know. Um, 
Uh, you're still do- Dizzy's going to do that or day to day too, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of a Val Kilmer documentary from A24? I think that's interesting. I- I'd watch two hours of what the hell happened to him. I would because I don't know what's happened to him. Yeah. I am. Um, I would be very curious. Where's that going to air? That is uh, well, the, the, it's going to air theatric. Amazon Studios have bought it, so uh, wow. it'll air somewhat theatrically, and then on that. On he's that a format. he's a an interesting character to say the least. Yes, a very fascinating, great string screen presence too in his day. Ninety fourth. I Academy mean, listen, movie. a movie like Real Genius. Say, a guy was oh, really was good. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Comic timing was perfect. Even Top Secret. I mean, I he, actually found him interesting. In, I got to be honest. I did find him interesting in Batman Forever. I, did too. I really did. I, I, I did really too. did. I did, too. Um, you see the 94th Academy Awards set for March 2022. No, I know. Tell me. Uh, former eligibility rules return. I'm not quite okay, sure what that good. means. But I, probably I movies got to play, in, gotta the play in theaters. That ain't so, that hard, though. No, it's not. Um, I, again, I, I'm to- they're tone deaf. I don't think people even need these award ceremonies anymore. To be listen, honest. I think uh, I I think we we talked about it the last few weeks about celebrity and what's COVID's done to crush celebrity. Yeah, it has crushed celebrity. It has, and it I has. think the smart ones know to just do their thing. Lalo, I, it's almost work. it's almost pointless to really advocate uh, and be out, put yourself out there too much. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to lay low and work. That's it. Lay low and work. I mean, it's a different industry. They're getting big money for doing these streaming series and movies. They're in a good place. The landscape Um, has changed, but not 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 their opportunity. Any buzz at all on the uh, movies released this week? I know Conjuring the Devil made a really good buzz on In the Heights getting good, 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 good advanced reviews. I'm looking for was that next weekend, right? That's on. It is is a week. it, It is on the 11th of June. Right. But the thing about musicals, I mean, you know, a lot of people get hyped and excited and um, that doesn't mean, always mean they translate into big box office. It should have a good opening weekend, though, in this marketplace. It's interesting because you and I both love the prom and it really had no. No, it did nothing. Buzz at all. I wonder how it performed on Netflix. Yeah, I want. Oh, by the way, uh, yeah. you bring up Netflix. I did see a good movie on Netflix this last week with Dennis Quaid, of all people. He's got a new movie called Blue Miracle about a bunch of uh, Mexicans who join a. Uh, uh, an orphanage that joined a Marlin fishing tournament with, with uh, Dennis Quaid's character. It's really good. Chuck. How's he look Dennis Quaid? He looks, uh, he's getting a little ragged, but he still looks decent. He's um, been around a long time. Man. He has uh, check Listen, it out. Even called- like in movies like day after tomorrow, still, he was a mainstay, even that, you know, yeah, yeah. in his fifties, he was just working really good in big projects. This is a good family movie. It'll make you feel good. It's called blue miracle. Check it out on Netflix. You brought up. Okay. Netflix. I totally forgot. I watched that. And, uh, I got a, I got a kick out of it. Um, it's a smaller movie, but it's it's interesting. Um, all right, Chuck, we're going to talk about the scariest movies in the last uh, 10 years, um, in my opinion. And you, you'll bounce off of that in a second. Do you have any other movie news before we get to Fast Five? The only thing I, I, I want to um, say is that uh, this is a company that, that, that throws out numbers of, of, of certain streaming services, and they say that. 28% of all streaming households watch the Friends Reunion on HBO Max, which is pretty good. Now, 32% of all streaming households watch Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas Day. You know, it's interesting. I've watched that numerous times now because I put it on on my in my smoothie shop, the Friends Reunion. Yeah, let's talk about it. Play, that. It plays better on when you watch it a few times. Mm. It's actually I it does. It actually does play better. 
Because it is what it is. Well, I'll never know because I'm not going to watch it again. Okay. I just thought it was a complete waste of time. They tried All too right. hard to conjure up any kind of emotion. It's poorly produced. Nobody wants to see those actors old because they've all been living in the 90s and we watch the reruns over and over and over again. Nobody wants to see, see them look like the way they look. And I'm sorry, it's just the facts. Um, and it was off-putting and I did not enjoy it at all. None of it's funny. Um, it, it's a lot like the show. It just got unfunny towards the end. Um, it's sad because it was a lot of talent on. Let me show. ask you a question in life in general. Is the glass half empty or half full? Always half full with me. In fact, it's full to the top. I don't even go half. <laughs> I don't even go half. But you, I mean, come on. You have to admit it's poorly produced. It, it was. It's, and they could. It's I'm all over the map. I don't it, need it foreigners is. telling I, me how great I, the show was and I how they learned. I, I, mean, I, I, I get it. I get it. Some of your criticism I, I had initially. But I watched it a few times, and there's things I there's things I got out of it that I enjoyed. Okay, fair, fair enough. enough. It's I not. Guess. It's I, not. The only one who comes out likable in the whole show is Matt LeBlanc to me. Everybody else is just. He, he did. He's the only one that seems like you and I could go have a beer with and hang out and be entertained. I agree with that. Um, and everybody else just seems like phony Hollywood. Anyway, um, Chuck, let's do Fast Five here. Are you right? Are you excited for Fast Nine? By the way, no, not at all. I mean. I'm excited for the industry because it needs it. I, I, I honestly wish Jurassic World 3 was coming out instead. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Huh? I have to agree with that. Yeah, I, I am do. excited about this Flashpoint movie, though. To see Michael Keaton back as Batman. Yeah, I guess. the Yeah, that excites me. When, but we're not going to see that for a, for a while. Next right? year. Yeah. Um, all right, Chuck, let's do fast five. I'll do an easy one first because he celebrates a birthday on Monday and he keeps coming out with movies. It's ridiculous. Um, the, the latest one's called the ice road, which is coming out in a couple of weeks. And that's Liam Neeson, um, who really he's, he's, you know, he's 69 years old. He's not a young man. No. He's still playing kind of an action. You know, we criticize Harrison Ford for donning the fedora again. Meanwhile, Liam Neeson is still kicking the crap out of people too. Liam Neeson, you think what? Well, he's had such a great career. <sighs> it's got to be the Taken movies. I mean, I know I, I well, love. Well, I, I think I think and- I think take the original Taken. Listen, Taken yeah. two, Taken three is horrible. Yes, it's bad. Taken two is watchable barely. Taken the first Taken, it's borderline classic. This 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 it, you know that line that one line is just that's oh, classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a certain set of skills and um, and they see a really good actor jump it, into that genre. Well, it changed his career. It changed his career. And it did. I mean, the guy, you know, the guy's is a fantastic actor. Yeah. Um, he is good as uh, uh, in Batman. I mean, Schindler's List. The Schindler's List. Love Actually. He's the core Love of that Actually, movie. Too. He's awesome in that. Yeah, he's really good. Um, the Gray, we both liked. I love The Gray. Uh, I love nonstop. I think that's a great movie. Very underseen action movie. And in a plane, it's really good. I, I got run all night. I love that movie, too. Uh, yeah, he's really good. He just keeps churning out. He's turning Batman a bit. begins. He's really yeah, good. Batman begins. And he's really kind of become Charles Bronson a little bit with these movies, though. I well, now he has. I hate to say it, but honesty. Yeah, he's still. Huh? Honest Thief, the marks. Now, now he's really churning them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's great nonetheless, um, and and we'll see what happens. I thought he was stopping to do action movies, but I guess he's, he said he's, that. But you know, when the check clears, it's like, yeah, hey, you know, do another one. Paul Giamatti 
Chuck uh, is uh, celebrating a birthday this weekend from New Haven, Connecticut. He is 54 years old. Paul Giamatti, what do you think? Guy's good in everything. I Cinderella man, he's really good in. I, you don't think pig vomit right away? Yeah, that that's one of the first times I saw him. Yeah. Let's, let me see, let me just say we've talked about this. Howard Stern did one movie. Yeah. But he did a great movie. He Private Parts movie. is a great movie. It is. I mean, you could pop that in if you watch that movie from beginning to end. Yeah. One, it's involving. Two, it's fascinating. It's a heck of a story. And those characters, everything about it is entertaining. Absolutely. It's really good. And he did a really good job. Um, and a lot of it has to do with Paul Giamatti is a perfect performance in that movie. Yeah. too. Well, he's he, oh, listen, Paul Giamatti's Paul Giamatti. Yeah, he's great. And he actually narrates the new uh, Sons of Sam documentary on the Netflix, yeah. which is really good, too. Um, and, you know, he signed up for San Andreas, too. So he'll be back if they ever make that movie, Chuck. Is there is that is that in, like in the production note, San Andreas, too? It's it's in his IMDb as announced. So I, I don't think it'll happen, but I got I, I got Listen, they never did Earthquake, too. Why not San no. Andreas, too? No. I, I'm a big fan. I, it's my favorite Dwayne Johnson movie. How about uh, Marky Mark is 50 years old, Chuck? Uh, Mark Departed. Wahlberg, the Departed might. Yeah, you're probably oh, Boogie Nights, though, is oh Boogie Nights. Phenomenal. Yeah, Boogie Nights put him on the map as a serious player. It's not the happening. I could tell you that. No, it's not uh, Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. I could tell no, you that it's not He's miscast in both those movies. He badly. was. Uh, I do like I did like Patriots. Day. And I love Patriots Ted. Day. I love Ted. Give me some Ted. Ted Patriots Day is great movie. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, that's more of an ensemble movie. When he's, he's good, really he's good. when he when he's when he's in the right thing. It's good when he's in the wrong thing. It ain't good. Yeah, it's true. That's true. He's made. And, some- uh, and the happening. I mean, very few people could run away from wind and be believable. But boy, that movie's bad. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan blew it there, man. Let me tell you, man, that was bad. That was a bad movie. Although his new trailer for Old is now all over the place, too. That looks like an it's hard for concept. me to forgive him for uh, for a glass. I got to be honest. Well, I'm going to it's going to take me years to forgive that one. Yeah, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. You had a chance that you had. He had a chance after split in that ending, right? M. Night Shyamalan has a chance for pure redemption. Not that Glass is not a watchable it's not, movie. Yeah, it's watchable, but he goes way but off the But the problem list. is, like, who would write that? Holy way smoke, that list. ending? Like, you, you, drown, you drown David Dunn? Like, or like yeah. goodbye? Like, what? Yeah. Well, there's this secret society that we needed to know about. No, I don't care what's... I mean, listen, geez, I don't on. know. You have to... That's the biggest... We said that we, that's the biggest middle finger we've ever seen at an audience ever. That's a tough ever. one. Tough one to take. Yep. Tough one to take. Public all the apology will, or what? All the goodwill he earned get with that... With he gave Split, it back. He gave it back. He did. And he earned a lot of goodwill. He did. He did. Um, I remember sitting in a theater at the end of Split with, when David un- Dunn... I'm like, with that music, Unbreakable music, I was mm-hmm. like high as a kite. It was one of the best feelings in the last 10 years. It was like awesome. Yeah. And the movie's just okay. I mean, it's a good movie, but yeah, that, but that ending, ending, that is ending just, is awesome times 10. Yeah, it is. It is right? because it, it's a real homage to movie lovers, you know, because there's, it is. I got to tell you, 80% of the people I saw that movie with, they had no idea what that ending. And meant. I had no idea it was coming. Yeah, no. And that's and another it was, amazing it was part a of great it, too. surprise. It, how that kept kept under wraps in the <laughs> social media world we live in now is just amazing. It yeah. really is. All right, Chuck, how about, uh, Bruce Dern is old school actor. He's been around a long time and in a ton of movies. Bruce Dern is uh, 85 years old. Uh, Black wow. Sunday. Black Sunday. He's really Diggs really Town. Good. He's good in. <laughs> he is good in Diggs Town. He's good in the Burbs too. Remember the Burbs? 
He is good in the burbs. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, the Mahoney Valley drive-in this weekend is having uh, uh, Tom Hanks weekend. They're calling it. I forgot that they have a, co- a, a catchphrase to it, and they're showing the burbs 35 millimeter. Interesting. Yeah. But I, I, heard, adva- I, heard, I heard advanced ticket sales for these Tom Hanks movies not very good. Really? Yeah, that's what I hear. Huh. Um, the burbs, They just though. did Cobra on Tuesday night. Cobra uh, Stallone. Stallone, yeah. How'd that do? Uh, it it did. Uh, it was Tuesday night, but they did last weekend. They did. Um, well, they did. Uh, they did. Uh, David Lynch a couple of weeks ago sold out. Right. And uh, they had some of the cast of Twin Peaks there. Really? Yeah. They're really high. They're high tech. They're high big time with the celebrities now. They get right. a lot of them. And they intertwine it. They get a lot of really cool events at the Mahoney Valley Drive-In in Pennsylvania. Just want to throw that out there. It's a fun place to visit if you want to go to a, a drive-in. I mean, that's for sure. Yeah, because it's if they do all the fanfare to the zenith. Yeah, it's the way you got to do it, right? I yeah. mean, uh, all right. Last but not least, Fast Five, Angelina Jolie, Chuck. Uh, she's done a lot of work, uh, but I wonder for you, is there one performance that stands out? I okay. like her though. Stand out. I don't know. Like, I give me a couple. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I, I mean, uh, she was, uh, that's the problem. She'd been in a lot, but not a lot of great movies. Uh, I did like the movie she did with, um, Clint Eastwood, Changeling. I thought that was good. Yeah. Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Smith, Smith is good. good. I gotta tell you, not that the Tomb Raiders are good movies, but my God, she's beautiful. Yeah. She looks great. I thought, like on the big screen in her prime. Yeah, she was something else. Very, very few actresses could rival her. She's beautiful. Um, what was the Salt? I thought that was a good movie too. That was a good action yeah. movie. Salt. That was Wanted. Bad. What did she do? Wanted. Wanted was another one. Yeah. Yeah. Again, none of these are all like two and a half star movies. Nothing great. Uh, the movie with uh, Denzel Washington that was pretty good, right? He's in the Bone he's Collector. A, yeah, he's a paraplegic. Yeah, I mean that was okay, right? Yeah. Girl Interrupted. She got a lot of praise for. <clears throat> Uh, that was back. Gia. I mean, yeah, that was a, that put her on the map is it? Yeah. you know, uh, yeah, she's an interesting personality, to say the least. And then her new movie, obviously, <laughs> I talked about a couple weeks ago. I always have a problem when women try to keep their kids away from their former husband. So yeah, I say, I mean, that's a listen, nasty... I'll talk openly about it. It's it's wrong, man. Yeah, it's a nasty situation. I mean, Brad man. Pitt can't be that bad a guy. I mean, come on. No, you wouldn't think so. But I mean, come uh, on. Well, Chuck... I don't get it. I don't get it either. Well, just, yeah. you know, it goes to show you how bitter divorces can get and they people just want to win and it don't matter. And they'll use their kids. life is short, buddy. Well, we talk about uh, the the uh, we talk about a lot of stuff here this week. We I mean, are. We talk about hedge funds and divorces. Well, I'm, I'm rolling it all out there. I'm very, the being movies, very uh, real. Big screen TVs at smoothie and shops. I had I mean, a feeling before we went on air, I had a feeling you thought I'd be a disappointment. Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the 10 scariest movies in the last 10 years. And I hope you've seen some of these movies. All That's right, what I'll worries try. me. And I want your thoughts on if I'm off base here. or Is Beyond I, a Poseidon Adventure on your list? It was not the last 10 oh, years. That was 79. It's scary. Don't get me wrong. It's scary oh. in a lot of ways how that when, movie got produced. When Wilbur couldn't get to the top. Yeah. Oh, it's scary. It was I scary. Mean, the talk about I was the fear of drowning is just Main- through the roof. Made no sense. I was scared to be blind when I saw Jack Gordon <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> um, all right, Chuck. He, my fell, he fell in love with Shirley Jones. So he knew her like 10 minutes. Uh, listen. Um, oh, happily. I, they, they should do a seat. No, they can't do a seat. They can't. Uh, most, most no. of them. Sally Field will be in it. And Michael Caine. Yeah, the monkey. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
We enough about that. All right, Chuck, let's talk about the 10 scariest movies in the last 10 years. You let me know your thoughts on, on my picks here. Um, number 10 for me is uh, 2017's Get Out, um, the scary movie that really had some good twists and turns in it, too, about a young couple getting stuck in a town. I enjoyed it. A very a lot of. Uh, Do I think it should have been nominated for Best Picture? No. But, it, you know, but I liked it. I, I did enjoy it. I think there's some really good scares in that movie, too. And the the change that Al, Allison uh, Williams, I mean, she's so that's good. In the that best movie. Part. Yeah, that's the best part of the movie. And and, and uh, Bradford Bradley Whitford, he's really good, very well cast is and uh, a really effective movie. I thought that was my number 10. The, now, his other movie, Us, not as good. And, um, he, I, you know, I do like him as a filmmaker. Um, and, and of course, I'm talking about uh, Peel. Um, but uh, Get Out was really, really good. Uh, my number nine was It Follows. Remember that small movie from 2014 about an entity you never really see just kind of creeps up on people um, in a small town. Uh, Chuck, I'm not sure if you remember that movie. I do remember. We booked it in my theater. I, I Listen, I that movie. All right. Yeah, I liked it, but it's overpraised. I don't think so. I think there's some a, it, I mean, some people can't compare it to. Like the filmmaking of John Carpenter's Halloween in 78. Really? It's not no. that good, but it's no. some really good scares in it. All right, and, I'll give you that. Uh, my number eight, you might find interesting, is It Chapter 2 from 2019, the second part of the Stephen King movies with everybody older. Boy, there's some really scary stuff in this film, especially the last half hour at the carnival, Chuck. I really enjoyed I liked movie. it. It's not as good as the first one, though. See, I didn't. I thought it was better than the first one. I okay. thought the first we, one. We didn't agree have, to disagree here. Yeah, I just didn't think the first one had enough scares in it for me. Um, really? How about that Friends reunion? No. Okay. This is scary. Don't get me wrong. Uh, <laughs> my number seven is Ten Cloverfield Lane from 2016. Uh, borderline sci-fi movie, but yeah, it's some, borderline sci-fi. I enjoyed it though. Good stuff in it with John Goodman playing. We don't know if he's good or bad. Or yeah, that part thing. is the psychological aspects. Yeah, I agree. Very intense. And then the you talk about a movie that ends on a high that you think is going to build on, and they haven't done that yet. Um, that was five years ago, Chuck, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, so they're not going to build on that. Seven. My number six is a, a kind of surprise for a lot of people back in 2012. It was, it, it's, and Bradley Whitford's in this one, too. Some, somehow that happened. But The Cabin in the Woods, Chuck. You I love see, it. Uh, what a great movie. No, that movie's movie. awesome. It talk about a gender bent, a genre bending movie. Um, and, that, it, and that movie's build. It's building a legacy. That movie has a following and people respect that movie. That movie's good. Has a young Thor in it, too. He's very yes. good in it. Um, has very good scares. Real good scares and real good comedy in it, too. Chuck. Tony Weaver's in that, right? Uh, yes. And uh, Richard Jenkins, too. Yeah, that's uh, a good movie, man. Really, really good, good cast, too. Great cast. That's uh, my number six. My number five. Came out in 2018 with uh, Tony Collette in it, and that's Hereditary. Uh, just a wacky movie, Chuck. It's a wacky movie, it, and it's, it, it, that movie's some of that movie's real scary. Really scary, and that's one of those movies that starts one place and ends up. I always love movies that take you on a journey, end up in a place you that's never. That's why it's thought. scary. Yeah, and uh, the last 15 minutes of this film, you know, Ari Aster is the guy who directed and wrote these movies. He did another one a couple of years later. That was good, not great. Um, uh-huh. Midsom- Midsom- Midsommar. Um, right. That was that was a, scary as well, but not as good. But Hereditary, very effective. Um, boy, it it's got a lot of imaging images in that movie that'll leave that'll stay with you the whole time. That's my number five. My number four is maybe the best shark movie I've seen in a real long time too, and that's The Shallows from 2016 with Blake Lively stuck on a coral reef in a bikini. A shark, Chuck. I love this movie. It done so well. 
Um, is it is it high concept? No, but there's some real good sharks. I sequences. enjoyed it. And and she's really good. She carries the movie. It's the whole movie's done by her. Yeah. Um, and that director, uh, Wame Colette Sarah, who's done some great work. He's he's done a lot of work with uh, um, Liam Neeson, too. He did yeah. all night and nonstop. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of his. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoy like it. It's a good movie. Shallows is really good. He actually directed Jungle Cruise, too. So we'll see how he does okay. with a big budget movie. Um, my number three is A Quiet Place. Love that movie, Chuck. I love the final shot and the final scene done by John Krasinski really has some talent here. Where do you I think he's going to go in his career? I think no, he has no, a, fir- I, he has a first look ca- deal now, I think, with Paramount. Well, I will tell you this. I enjoy the Jack Ryan TV series. Both seasons were really good. He's perfect in that film. And he's really got a knack to direct. He really does. I, and um, that's a good thing. Yeah, it does. And, and, and your bank quiet- account. That's a look, good thing. When you saw a quiet place, it almost to me felt like um, a different town of uh, signs, right? It, it almost, to me, it seemed yeah. like, it, and, and it works so well in that element. That's why you kind of just wanted it to grow a little bit more with a quiet place too. Um, we know what would happen in a small town. We'd kind of like to see what would happen globally, but boy, a quiet place was really, and I loved his death scene in that movie too, Chuck. I thought that was very effective saving the and If they make it third, you, you, they have to find a way where they communicate. You can't just have silent movies every no, no, I mean, that, that's it. I mean, they do expand on that a little bit here. I mean, right. But it, again, it's all right. These last two movies, Chuck, maybe the two best I've seen in the last 10 years. Mm. And I, I don't think you've seen either one, but I've praised them before on this show. And the first one's called The Void. Now, nobody will probably even remember that this movie was even made uh, in 2016. It's about it, it's a, it, you know what it is. You talked about John Carpenter earlier. This the, Jeremy Gillespie and Stephen Kostansky d- directed and wrote this movie about a bunch of people trapped in a hospital uh, being pursued by aliens. This movie combines all the great stuff of John Carpenter, whether it's Halloween two. Now, does um, this movie have any sort of a following? No, I don't know. Um, it's got a. Where pretty, do you see it? I saw it. Uh, I saw it. Uh, I think I saw it on Blu-ray five years ago. Um, wow. I did not see it in the theaters, but I loved it. It combines the thing. Uh, assault on precinct 13 halloween 2 uh all, every, every all the great stuff that john carpenter and you're watching it this movie is a john carpenter movie i really want you to try and and, and it's got no cast nobody's in it really of any note um it's really effective i want to rewatch it again and it, again it takes you on a journey where the very end you cannot believe where this movie ends when where it began um so that's called the void I'm sure you might be able to I gotta find check it. that out. It's really good, Chuck. It's really good. And last but not least, and I've told you about this movie a million times, and you probably still haven't seen it yet. And that's Don't Breathe, which came out. Um, they're going to do a sequel, right? Yeah, they're going to do a sequel. It came out the same year as The Void. And this, of course, is about three would be thieves breaking into the wrong house that happens to be occupied by a blind Vietnam vet who's a lunatic and that's Stephen uh, Lang. Now who do you do you do you root for the lunatic or or is no a, you don't he's, he, no, okay you don't and then you find out what he's really up to and you you, you can't root for him he's got okay. a really good cast um including Jane Levy and Dylan Minnette Dylan Minnette was a star of the well, Stephen Lang right is Stephen star? Lang's the star yeah I mean, but, that guy's good yeah it's really good Chuck and it's very scary you just break into the wrong house in Detroit and see what happens so I, I highly recommend and I've talked about that movie a lot well, that has a me, fo- that movie me, has a follow let me ask you a question the genre as a whole what's your thoughts on the horror genre as a whole 
Well, it seems to me that most of the movies that are being made are the ones that like came out this last this weekend. The Conjuring. I, I'm not yeah. in. I I'm, I just can't get into that. Devil worship. You know that franchise is going to cross two billion dollars worldwide. Amazing to me. It's amazing right? to me. And the interesting part is Patrick Wilson, yep. and Vera Farmiga yeah. have 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 been around for these movies. Yeah, they're it's in not like they, it's not like they're in the first one and then nope. they and then they yeah they're in they, everyone. What she's done with her career, I mean, like she's getting good paychecks for these movies, and she probably wants a paycheck. I can't blame her. Like when she did up in the air with Clooney, right? Yeah, the parted like, and up in the air. Where did and, she, and did she, those she interesting? She did the um the Norman Bates TV, the Bates yeah. Motel, right yeah. on uh, A and E, A and E, right? Yep, A and E. Like her career is really interesting. Yeah, in 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 ways you wouldn't expect. Am I? Is that a fair assessment? You almost feel like it could have been bigger, but at the same time, she could have been bigger. Yeah, but at the but same she's time, she's done well. She's carrying this franchise. No, right? I get and, it. I get yeah. it. She's really good. Um, so real quick, Chuck, those are the 10 scariest that I've seen in the last 10 years. Get out. It follows it. Chapter two, 10 Cloverfield Lane, Cabin in the Woods, Hereditary, The Shallows, A Quiet Place, and the last two, The Void and Don't Breathe, um, that are really small films. But I'm telling you, you sit down on a Saturday night at midnight to throw these movies on. Yeah, you'll be scared out of your wits. Now, I take uh, your word. I see right, most. Well, Unfortunately, you'll have to take my word because, you know, that won't play in the smoothie shop in the middle of the day. It, no, I, listen, I can't feeling. play horror movies in the ice cream parlor. Mm. The little kids, you know, eating your ice cream. They I don't want to, you. you know, if I put on The Conjuring, uh, you know, they might have some issues. So maybe next week you do a list and I listen. How about that? All right, we'll see. <laughs> How about the last 10 movies Chuck's seen? And if you could come up with hey! that list. <laughs> that, that, that's insulting. All right, my friend. Well, we will do this all over again next week. Thank you, Mike. And to the audience, always a pleasure. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Movie Maniacs. Download one of our archived episodes Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts by Federated Media.